Practical Prepping Podcast. We're helping everyday people become prepared for whatever emergencies come our way. Where gear is good, but knowledge is better, because the more you know, the less you have to carry. We're your hosts, Mark and Krista Lawley. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Practical Prepping Podcast. I'm going to be your host tonight, Krista Lolly. I'm going to give Mark the night off, and I think it's just going to be you and me tonight. So get comfortable, pull on your fuzzy slippers, get something to drink, sit back, relax. And I'm going to talk tonight about something that I consider to be very practical in the prepping world, or even if you're not into prepping, but you just want to hear some good advice. I'm going to talk tonight about foods that you can freeze that you probably didn't know you could freeze. I learned a lot when I did some research on this particular topic, and I want to share what I've learned with you. I want to thank our sponsors tonight. Our sponsors are Jim Curtis Knives and also ProLine Designs. We're so happy to have them as sponsors, and we do enjoy their products. Jim Curtis makes some of the most beautiful handcrafted knives you have ever seen. And ProLine Designs, my good buddy Eric Smith up there in North Carolina, he is a premier website and app designer. If you've got some needs for a business design or maybe a website of your own, a personal website or some sort of a business app or a personal app, you just check out Eric Smith at ProLine Designs. So tonight we're going to talk about the foods that you can freeze, maybe you didn't know that you could freeze. You know, stocking up on freezable items, such as like milk and butter and rice, that is a win-win for you and your wallet. There's other perishable items that you can freeze. Did you know you could freeze avocados? Did you know you could freeze bananas? You sure can. So you want to stock up on those when the price is right. Okay, first item that you can freeze... I learned this. I didn't know this. You can freeze eggs. Yes, indeed. You can freeze eggs, but you've got to remove them from the shells first. And you freeze each one in an ice cube tray. Now, here's how you do that. You freeze either just the whites or just the yolks. Or you go ahead and scramble them together and then freeze them. But don't freeze the white and the yolk together. Frozen eggs can keep up to about a year, and when you're ready to use them, just thaw them out overnight in the refrigerator. Another item that you can freeze is milk, right there in the gallon jug. When your milk is approaching the sell-by date, you can put it in the freezer for up to three months. Make sure that you leave a little room for some expansion. You can also do the same thing with half and half or buttermilk. And as mentioned before, you can also freeze avocado. You can cut an avocado in half, and you can put it into a freezer bag. Or you can just scoop it all out and mash it up before freezing. Frozen avocados are very good in foods like guacamole or smoothies. Something else you can freeze is flour. Most packaged flour can last up to two years in the freezer. You might want to slip it into a Ziploc freezer bag first and then slip that into the freezer and it'll keep for a good long time. Now this is something I already did know and I still do to this day is you can buy packaged nuts like peanuts, walnuts, cashews, almonds, macadamias, and they can actually last up to two years past their expiration date in the freezer. Also, freezing nuts like that keeps them from going rancid, so they'll stay nice and fresh and good tasting. Now is the time to start stocking up on some of that Halloween candy. You know, in some places it's 50%, 60%, maybe as much as 75% off. So go ahead and stock up on Halloween candy. You can freeze that for anywhere from six months to about a year. Hard candies and chocolate will last a year and sometimes longer in the freezer. 
Something else that you can freeze, I do this and it's been so convenient. I buy butter when butter goes on sale. A lot of the big box stores now have butter in two packs where you can buy like two boxes of salted butter or two boxes of unsalted butter, whichever you prefer. You just pop that butter right there in the freezer and then when you need butter, you've got butter. And it can actually stay frozen for six months past its expiration date. Little tip, sometimes when you need to have butter cut into flour when you're making biscuits, you can take a frozen stick of butter and you can grate it on like your hand grater. I find that that actually works better than trying to do the food processor because the food processor will heat up and melt it. But if you just need cold butter, if you're making biscuits or pie crust, you just hand grate that frozen stick of butter and you are good to go. Something else you can do. Now, I've never done this, but I'm going to attempt to try this sometime. When you have cooked pasta, for example, if you have leftover linguine or leftover spaghetti noodles or angel hair or elbow macaroni, what have you. If it's cooked pasta and you've got some leftover, if you'll drizzle just a little bit of olive oil over that cooked pasta, kind of stir it around, then you can slip it into a freezer bag and you can keep it frozen uh, for a good long time. And that oil on there will prevent it from clumping up. Another item that you can freeze are bananas. Now, I've done this with the refrigerator. I've put a bunch of bananas in the refrigerator. The peel will turn black, but the fruit inside is still good. But you can actually freeze bananas for up to six months in the peel, or you can unpeel them before freezing, lay them out on some parchment paper on a cookie sheet, let them go ahead and get completely frozen, and then store them in a bag. When you thaw them out, they're better for use in smoothies or for making banana bread. Another thing that you can put into the freezer is blanched corn on the cob. What you'll do is you'll bring a large pot of water to boil and drop in some shucked ears of corn into that boiling water and cook them for about two to three minutes. Pull them out, let the corn cool off a little bit, and then you can either freeze them whole on the cob, or you can go ahead and cut the kernels off and freeze them in a Ziploc bag, and they'll taste farm fresh year-round. Now we're going to stop right now, and we're going to hear from our sponsors. We're going to take a little bit of a break, and I'll be right back. Mark is a bit of a knife nut. He loves a good knife, and that's the very reason that I purchased for him a handcrafted Jim Curtis knife. Because a custom knife seems to have its own personality. It's unlike any of those generic knives you get at a big box store. Mark has a Jim Curtis knife that just screams, look at me, handle me, use me. It is made of Alabama Damascus steel, which holds a razor sharp edge and it is adorned with a beautiful red white and blue micarta handle i had it built for him special for a christmas gift last year and he proudly carries it as an off-duty edc knife you can have your jim curtis knife built to your design specifications or you can select one that he's already designed and built ready to be purchased Whichever you choose, it will come with a lifetime guarantee, lifetime sharpening, and two band-aids. Yes, it's just that sharp. Check out Jim Curtis Knives on Facebook at facebook.com slash Knives, or drop him an email at j.curtis7mm at yahoo.com. Both of these links are in our show notes, and we'll also put them on the Practical Prepping website. Back in the day, if you had a business, you put an ad in the phone book and maybe the newspaper. 
When a prospective customer wanted what you did or sold, they would look you up in the Yellow Pages and give you a call on the landline. Well, that's not so anymore. In fact, if customers are under the age of 30, they may not even know what a phone book is. Today, everyone goes to the Internet looking for information before they buy. Even those of us who grew up with the phone book are going to the Internet before making buying decisions. In the 1990s and early 2000s, it was enough to have a website that told people your name, what you did, where you were, and your phone number. They looked you up and gave you a call. Websites were relatively easy to build, and they were all pretty basic. But they were websites, and we had a presence. Not so today. Prospective customers want to go to your website, find your product or service, read about it, compare it to others, then order it and pay for it online. If your business doesn't have a high-quality, very professional website, I can guarantee that your business is losing sales that you could otherwise be making. You need a professional website designer and builder, and you need good, reliable hosting. ProLine Designs built the website for our latest book, Practical Prepping for Everyday People. It's a beautiful site, and it has sold a lot of books. ProLine Designs is now building our rebranded Practical Prepping website, which will include a blog, forum, articles, books, and items to purchase, as well as our podcasts. ProLine Designs also hosts our websites at lower cost than any other comparable company we found. That's value. And their reliability? Well, we have never experienced a website outage. That's reliability. ProLine Designs. Okay, welcome back. We are discussing the foods that you can put into the freezer. I've learned a lot from my research on this. We've already covered the top 10. Now we're going to move on to number 11, and that is garlic. You can freeze whole or chopped garlic cloves for up to one year. I did not know that. I have never frozen garlic, but now that I know I can, I will. The next thing you can freeze are onions. You can chop raw onions and put them right into the freezer for up to a year. You can also freeze cooked rice. You can keep cooked rice in the freezer for up to six months. Now, you see, that would be really handy because there's a lot of times when you'd want to add rice maybe to a chicken soup or perhaps a casserole or maybe some sort of pasta and rice or roni type of a dish or maybe some sort of an Asian sort of a dish. And you can have some freezer already cooked and in the freezer and you just have to thaw it out and use it for dinner. Something else that you can freeze that I did not know, you can freeze hummus. Although hummus won't go bad in the freezer, after about four months, though, the taste and the texture may change. So if you're going to freeze hummus, try to put a date on there. Take your little Sharpie, put a date on there, use by, and say maybe no more than three months from that date. But at least you can have some hummus on stock when you need it. And what better to go with hummus than frozen chips? Yes, indeed. You can freeze potato chips and Dorito tortilla chips and barbecue chips. You can freeze these chips to help prolong their shell life and it'll keep them from going stale. You can also freeze, believe it or not, peanut butter. Yes, organic peanut butter when frozen will last anywhere from six to nine months. 
You can also freeze chicken broth. Now, a good way to do this is to take those plastic ice cube trays and pour out some chicken broth into each one of those little divisions, and you can have little, about tablespoon size amounts of chicken broth, and they'll last for a good long while, and that way, if you only need just a small amount, let's say you just want to make a cup of soup for yourself, pop out one or two of those little ice cubes of chicken broth and heat them up in the microwave with some water, and there you go. Another item that you can put into the freezer, and that is commercially prepared pesto. Pesto is basically a basil herb that is mixed with oil and probably Parmesan cheese, and you can buy pesto, actually pre-made, in jars, and you can freeze that for anywhere from nine months to up to a whole year. Now, here's something that I have done. I actually grew some herbs in my herb garden, and I harvested some herbs things like rosemary and basil, sage, that sort of thing, thyme and tarragon. You can chop up some of these fresh herbs and you can place them into an ice cube tray and then fill the rest of that with some olive oil and then freeze that olive oil with that herb in it. Then you can pop out an olive oil cube that's infused with that rosemary or that thyme or that basil and you can pop that into your pasta water, your spaghetti sauce, your chili, uh, whatever it is, your soup, whatever you're making that you would want that particular herb in there for. You can also purchase ready-made, commercially made tortillas, and you can freeze tortillas in the package. They'll usually freeze very well for around eight months. They may get a little bit dry from being in the freezer, but if you will wrap them in a damp paper towel and microwave them a little bit, that would rehydrate them and refreshen their taste. You can also freeze shredded cheese. I have done this. I have not only frozen commercially shredded cheese, I have shredded my own blocks of cheese, which I actually find melts a little bit better, and I have pre-shredded and put that into the freezer, and uh, that works very well. The recommended time on that is about six months. I'll tell you that I've actually had shredded frozen cheese last well over a year, and it's perfectly fine. Another dairy product that goes well in the freezer would be sour cream. Now, previously frozen sour cream will have a slightly different texture. So instead of using it like on taco night, you may want to use it for cooking instead. If you're baking a sour cream pound cake or some sort of a casserole, the frozen sour cream texture would work better for that. But you can usually freeze sour cream very safely for about six months. Something else in the dairy department that you can freeze would be cream cheese, blocks of cream cheese. A lot of times you can find that on sale around this time of year, too, because of the holidays. So cream cheese usually freezes pretty well for about two months. Any beyond that, it's not going to hold up as well. An herb that you can freeze is ginger. You can actually buy ginger root. You can peel it, and then you can mince it or grate the ginger. Scoop that out onto a parchment-lined tray and let it freeze, and then you can bag that up, and your ginger is good for about six months. So you can put that into ginger tea, or you can put that into some of your Asian foods, or maybe if you're making ginger cookies or ginger bread, you've got ready-made ginger right there when you need it. Here's one that really surprised me. I was pretty excited when I saw this. You can actually pre-make sandwiches like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich on bread. You can freeze them, you know, wrap them very tightly and freeze them. And then when you're ready to maybe go on a road trip or if you've got a last-minute lunch you've got to prepare, you can pop them into the lunchbox and by lunchtime they'll be thawed out and ready to eat. Frozen sandwiches like that are good for about six months in the freezer. So that's pretty cool. 
Another one that I've done that I have used as just a snack would be to freeze grapes. I've bought red grapes and green grapes, and I've dried them, washed them and dried them, and then I have lightly rolled them in sugar and then put them on a tray so they'll individually freeze, and once they're frozen, then I pack them in a bag or like a little freezer container, like a plastic top container. A lot of folks like to take a frozen grape or two and drop them into their wine so that it will chill their wine without diluting it. So that's also kind of fun to do as well. Something else you can freeze are lemons, believe it or not. You can freeze whole lemons or you can slice lemons. If you're going to slice and freeze lemon, you need to slice them and lay them out on a parchment line tray so that each slice will freeze individually so they won't stick together. Otherwise, just freeze them whole and then thaw them out overnight if you need them. You can even take a bottle of wine and actually freeze that into an ice cube tray. And that can also be used to keep your wine cool without diluting it. You can just freeze your white wine and then put some white wine ice cubes into your white wine. So there you go. Something else you can do, and I have done this, a lot of times it's very hard to make one pancake. I mean, who out there makes one pancake? When we're making pancakes, we're either going to make like six or 25, right? So a lot of times you can go ahead and make extra pancakes and waffles, let them completely cool, and then wrap them maybe in wax paper individually, and then put them in the freezer. And then on some busy morning when everybody's rush, rush, rushing, and you'd like to have a nice hot waffle or a hot pancake but don't have the time to make it, just reach into the freezer and pull out however many you want, wrap them up. And so that way, if you've got a very busy morning and you'd love to have a waffle or a pancake, but just don't have the time to make them, well, you just reach into the freezer, pull out however many pancakes or waffles you'd like to prepare, just nuke them for a few seconds in the microwave, and you are good to go. Here's another one that's going to be good, particularly during these holiday times when we make mashed potatoes and there may be an abundance of mashed potatoes. You don't want to waste them. You do want to use them again. You can actually take those mashed potatoes and load them up into a freezer bag or some sort of container like a Ziploc or one of those Glad containers. You can freeze mashed potatoes for two to six months, so that's always nice to have too. You might even want to think about freezing mashed potatoes in individual portions perhaps, maybe in smaller bags. Another item that you can freeze would be something like bread dough or pizza dough, cookie dough, and pie dough. You know, these things come prepackaged in the grocery store, and a lot of times we want to buy them, but we may not want to use them right away. Well, just go ahead and pop them into the freezer. When you know it's time to make cookies, then the night before, just take that cookie dough out and let it thaw in the refrigerator, and then the next day, prepare your cookie dough, your pizza dough, your bread dough, or your pie dough, and make something very delicious. Last but not least, here's another one that I learned that I didn't know you could freeze. You know those containers of pre-made frosting, chocolate, vanilla, cream cheese, confetti frosting that you can buy? You can actually freeze that frosting in the container for about three months. So that'll give you a little bit more cabinet space if you know that you've got uh, frosting or if you've come across a really good sale like a buy one, get one free. You know, stock up on some frosting and put some in your pantry cabinet, put the rest in the freezer and use as needed. That Use that frosting in about three months. 
Thank you so much for listening to my 32 foods that you can put into the freezer. I learned a lot myself on this particular topic. We're going to put all of this list of freezer foods in our show notes because I know I kind of blasted through them pretty quick, but I wanted to give that information to you. I learned a lot. I hope you did. Thank you for supporting our podcast. We appreciate you listening. We also appreciate our great sponsors for tonight, Jim Curtis Knives and ProLine Designs. Listen, folks, you got to realize that stuff happens. you got to stay prepared. So we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the podcast today. If you haven't done this already, go ahead and click the subscribe button so you'll never miss one of our episodes. And share it with your friends and family. You can reach us on Facebook at Practical Prepping. You can email us at info at practicalprepping.info. And our website is practicalprepping.info. And as always, remember, stuff happens. Stay prepared.